Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of Private Education, the Smart Sex and Relationships podcast. I'm your host, Ashton Keenan, as I am every week. Um, and this week, I think the of all the requests for episodes that I've had, this week is the one that I've been asked about most and people message me all the time saying, please have someone on to talk about this, please have someone on to talk about this, all the time. And when I put up a question box, well, my God, my phone was hopping. Um, with questions for this um, particular guest. So welcome, Neve Cooney. Thank you. Neve and I have been friends for how long? Years. Mm, years. Yeah, years. We're not going to say how long <laughs> no. because, you know, who wants to put a, put a number on it? But um, so Neve is here to talk to me about all things motherhood and sex and relationships. So we're going to start off. I think we're, we're going to have we're going to have Neve here for a couple of episodes because it's such a broad topic um, and there's so much to cover. And Neve is a woman after my own heart and has made extensive notes. So I'm really excited to, um, yeah, to delve into this whole issue. And just to put it in context, so Neve, you have a, a 20 month old. So she's almost two, she'll be two in January. Yeah. Um, and Neve used to be a nurse. She's now in the corporate world. So, but you have got that background. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone who listens will know that I have, I am child free at the moment. We haven't, I have no children my, with my husband. Um, and nor have I ever been pregnant. So I have feck all experience in this entire realm, which is why I needed to get you in to talk, you know. Yeah, and as it will plainly be my personal your experience. Your experience. I'll try to answer anything that comes in, but it will be my your experience. Your experience, totally. And that's always, that's always the way it is. And in, in like, that's why, you know, podcasts are fantastic because you are an expert in what happened to you. Do you know the kind of way? It's not, you know, it's not like I'm, I'm getting the master of the of Hollow Street on to tell yeah. me about every woman. <laughs> yeah, I just God. wanted to talk about your experience because, you know, let's be honest, <clears throat> what you experienced is probably what a lot of mothers experience when they're, yeah. um, you know, when they get pregnant and, and postpartum and all that kind of stuff. So, um, I want to start off by asking you about your relationship before you had mm. your baby. So, like in terms of like you know, like being like best friends with your partner, and you know how often you had sex, all that kind mm. of stuff. Like how how was like how did the land lie before you got pregnant? Yeah. So I mean, we have and still like still have uh, an amazing relationship. Um, I met my husband years and years ago when I was eighteen. So we were friends for over 10 years before we started dating. We didn't start dating until I was in my early 30s. So uh, it was a really nice way to sort of get to know somebody by the time we started dating our, like we know a lot about each other and our past, our history and Mm -hmm. all that. So it was lovely to kind of get into it. Mm -hmm. Um, We were in a really, really good place when I got pregnant. It was two days after I got married. (laughs) Sorry, you got pregnant. So you you got pregnant, like as in conceived, yes. two days after you got married. Yes. <laughs> okay. So I knew it was soon, but I did not realize it was that I, soon. Like so much so that a lot of my friends actually, um, and my my family yeah. thought that when we announced the pregnancy, they were like, "But that means you were." And I was like, "No, no, yeah, okay, wasn't. yeah, yeah, yeah." But so, and but you knew the day you conceived. Yes. So I, I knew the day I conceived, and okay. how I knew was because I have a condition called endometriosis. Oh yeah. So a lot of people like a lot of women have it and so I had a decreased fertility warning from a a gynae gotcha and so I had come off the pill um in February I we got married in April I'd come off the pill in February and had surgery for uh, endometriosis okay and my gynae had said to me we'll give you six months okay I knew I really wanted to have a child I was 35 okay he said we'll give you six months if nothing's happening after six months we'll go straight to IVF no messing around gotcha but like warning bells you're probably not going to get pregnant naturally 
don't be disappointed. I said, okay, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, came off the pill, got married, went to Greece, got married on a Thursday, went to Greece, got pregnant on a Saturday. That's like Because I knew I was tracking my ovulation, so I knew when when it happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, couldn't believe it because I came home and Mr. So you you had come off the pill just in February yeah. and got married in so yeah, like in two two three months later. Yeah, that is incredible. It's absolutely because when incredible. I came off the I came off the pill in October 2017, not because I wanted to try for a baby, but because yeah. it was just it was time. My body had had enough, and uh-huh. you know, and I came off, and it took it, it took a solid year for for because I was monitoring everything on an app as well, just for out of interest for yeah, my own yeah. body. And it took a year for everything to like, regulate. F- yeah, regulate and get back. Like it took a solid year before I even felt normal again. Yeah. So for you, t- you must have a bionic well, body. I, yeah, either that or Bobby has like. Super sperm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I think basically what happened was that uh, I was so relaxed with no expectation of getting pregnant naturally. Yes, okay. That I wasn't worried about it. I just yeah. kind of had put it out of my head and thought, okay, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. And Do you think of, that relaxation ha- like in a way helped you get pregnant Definitely. yeah because you know now looking at the prospect of maybe having a number two baby next year yeah like we're sort of planning ahead and thinking okay we don't want to try yet but when we do want to try next year is it going to happen as easily I've got anxiety around that already already which yeah. I never had the first time the first time yeah so yeah. yeah I think there was a lot involved in that and literally we were having the best time of our lives now also I have to say as a caveat I was at the healthiest I've ever been okay so I was like lifting weights three times a week eating an immaculate diet yeah and my body was in like pristine peak condition yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean I'm never gonna look like that again <laughs> well who like, knows ever I don't think. <laughs> that's isn't that the typical like right before my wedding as well I yeah. was like my skin was amazing oh, my nails yeah. were strong like everything was just because you're prepping for this one day oh listen no none of the hair yeah. that I had that was long flowing was any anything to do with my own health <laughs> yeah. that was all bought um, but, yeah, but so yeah I think we were in a like an amazing place and literally when I got pregnant it came as such a shock and I wasn't prepared because I didn't think it was going to happen that quickly Mm -hmm. so like I came home I went out the Friday after the honeymoon went out one of my friends she asked me do you think you're pregnant I said no definitely not I have sore boobs I'm like hormonal I feel like I'm getting my period yeah we got plastered like went out like drank 10 espresso martinis like had curry chips stayed up all night 10 espresso martinis I know did you sleep for like 36 hours no (laughs) (laughs) and I think then a couple of days later I missed a period and I was like it couldn't be it couldn't be and I did four tests and they were all positive and I rang my best friend instead of my husband and I was like bawling on the phone like (laughs) what do I do she's like nothing like you're married you're pregnant it's It's fine Yeah. yeah I just, I, I was so shocked. And I, I told my husband that even when he came home and we had a big honeymoon booked for July, all expenses paid to the Maldives. And I was like, it's all inclusive. I'm not going to be able to have a drink. And he was like, forget it, you're pregnant. Don't worry about it. I was like, but I'm going to be I really love, sick. I love it, I like, love it. We went on that big honeymoon yeah. and I was as sick as a dog yeah. like, for the whole thing. Now, I enjoyed it as best I could, as, but yeah. I was 11 weeks pregnant. Oh, my God. So, so peak, like, morning. Is that, like, peak, peak morning well, sickness? Well, it was peak. I actually yeah, was very unlucky during mm. my pregnancy, and mm. we can talk a bit about this and how it affected everything. Okay. But I ha- got a condition called hyperemesis. Oh, yeah. So it's where you don't stop vomiting for the whole pregnancy. Isn't that what Kate Middleton got? Yes. Yeah, that's yes, that's how I that's, that's my yeah. that's my cultural reference yeah, for hyperemesis. Says that to me. Yeah. yeah, so it's really serious condition because mm. you end up like your electrolytes are off, you're hospitalized, you can't eat. Like okay. it's horrendous. And Gosh. I was on really high dose medication for the whole pregnancy and was just basically like incapacitated, just like lying Gosh. in bed. It was it's like really bad seasickness, okay. but you'd, you'd vomit all yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it was it wasn't a dream. And so because you were so ill through your pretty much from the get go. Yeah. Did that affect your totally your because yeah. like I don't I don't know my husband turned into my carer. Okay, right. So that affected yeah. your relationship straight Absolutely. away. Yeah. Okay, big time. I mean, only for I was so secure in in our relationship. Yeah. I mean, you know, if I had only met him, or I yeah. like, I often think of how people do it on their own because I was so unwell that I was totally reliant on him for yeah. the pregnancy and obviously since having the baby as well. Like it changes your dynamic. You go from this like like couple who are you know totally like besotted with one another yeah. and sort of like having this like great sex life too yeah. literally well from us it was like from hero to zero like nothing yeah, because yeah, yeah. I was so unwell so sick yeah yeah so you do you start to question everything at yeah. that point but our relationship was solid and like we have a very open communication um style so I suppose like we just we stayed 
like yeah. we would have stayed as intimate as possible throughout yeah. the pregnancy yeah. in a, in, our in a own different way. way. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's important that like uh, communicate that open communication, as you said, because if you're going through something and you're like that, you were having you were worried. You were like, God, yeah. this is totally changing us. If you hadn't vocalized that with him, he yeah. might have been feeling it too. Yeah, he definitely was. And you both feeling it separately wouldn't have been good, but you both yeah. felt it just together. Together, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I mean, you know, in one way, when I look back at my pregnancy, it was so miserable, like the whole lot yeah. of it, that, you know, I didn't really think about like having sex or anything because yeah. I was just so miserable yeah. until the end and I was overdue and people were saying, you need to have sex, like to try yeah, and get yeah. things going. Yeah. And I was like, oh, right, okay, I better then, you know? And were you, <laughs> did, okay, so like, from a physical perspective you were really ill but did you ever feel the horn like were you ever like I really just I'm really no. horny and I would love to get out of this sick bed and have the right no, no. it was just gone completely completely okay 100% because okay. yeah like I mean do you feel sick when you do you feel horny when you want to like vomit no so exactly, <laughs> I can't say I do no. yeah and I wanted to vomit all, all of the time. time yeah so and you know the way they say now I don't know again I have never been pregnant do you know the way they there's like a, a this kind of myth that at the start, you're like, no sex drive. Then something happens yeah. in the second trimester and you're like, oh my God, I want to ride everything. <laughs> d- d- does that happen? So it didn't Typically, happen to me it didn't happen to I you. I was sick, but yeah. you know what? I have so many friends who have, who like libido lost and peaked throughout. Okay. And who, I have so many friends. Like I, during the time that I was pregnant, I had about six close friends that right. were pregnant at the same time. Wow. And yeah, so it was great because I did good. get you to talk chat to all and, of yeah, them. Yeah. And then we were off maternity leave together, which was lovely. Yeah. Um, and like we, they would laugh at me because I'd just be in bed, like totally, you know, saying like, I wish I had that trouble. Yeah, yeah, that I know what you mean. Yeah, because I just couldn't do anything. Yeah, but they were, you know, like that saying, you know, their husbands would come, they wouldn't be, they would be looking at their clock, like really? waiting for their husbands to come home because they're like literally like come in here now and I rip your clothes off, you know. Whereas, wow. that, yeah, I mean, it definitely wasn't it's the me. opposite for you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. maybe on the next pregnancy I won't be sick and yeah. I'll get to experience that yeah. joy, but no not, no, not this time. But I have heard from a lot of my friends that they had the first trimester, awful, everything's okay. gone. Yeah. And then as soon as you se- settle in, okay. like, things come back. Things and come back. Yeah, I think it's, I haven't looked into it, so I couldn't yeah. tell you like yeah. sort of the signs behind yeah. it. But, yeah. I just, if, a friend of mine who was pregnant um, and just said that for the first while she was like, absolutely not, I don't want anyone go near me and then all of a sudden it was like she was glowing and felt amazing and felt you know was yeah. really confident in herself and felt like you know you know that thing that pregnancy glow she yeah. really had that like and yeah but she was saying she was just wanted to have sex the whole time and then as she got more <laughs> and more and more pregnant then it kind of it went the urge away. went away yeah. um but I have to say there were days where the like the medication so I was on medication and you had to start on the lowest dose and they had to titrate it up. Okay. You couldn't just start on the highest dose. Okay. So during the time that Is I was Is this because on, it would like affect the... Possibly, okay. yeah, that your body, you know, and some women get sort of the hyperemesis goes away completely on the low dose. Mm-hmm. So they don't want to start you on the high dose just in case. Yeah. So I was on this like sort of low dose, but then I, because I traveled for work, I was away in Chicago and with the missed time, oh I forgot gosh. to take some tablets. You were tablets traveling through this? I was so unwell, yeah. I didn't realize it was going to affect me so badly. Crikey. I was, I, just bit, I was actually going to ask, yeah. were you at work during yeah, this? Like, I was working. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I was. But um, when I came home from that particular trip, yeah. they put me on the highest dose. Okay. And I definitely had periods in between, um, sort of, I'd say I was around halfway through the pregnancy, where I had maybe six or seven weeks where I did feel that like glow and felt really well and right. things were totally back on track. Okay. And yeah, like absolutely was madly in love with my husband again. Okay. But that was you know, fleeting. Yeah. Because then the third trimester came and that all disappeared again. And never mind <laughs> the like being madly in love with your husband and wanting to just rip his clothes off. But like, how was your relationship as in, were you giving him hell? Because f- from a couple, of, couple of, again, a couple of my <laughs> friends who've had babies, they've just hated their partners, whether yeah. they're married or otherwise. Like hated as in just been like everything they did just really pissed them off and they were so just like there's almost like this kind of underlying resentment like you got me pregnant you know <laughs> like you made me this sick yeah yeah did that happen to you were you like blaming remember. him do you know what I may have on the inside but I definitely did never I never said that to him while okay. I was pregnant because yeah, I think yeah, I yeah. needed so much help okay. certainly after the baby came okay and I have warned and I do warn all of my friends right. you are going to want to divorce your husband a hundred times okay. in the first or your partner like a hundred times in the first 12 weeks okay and you know 
hang in there because <laughs> because it, it comes full circle. It comes around, okay. But, um, don't draw up the no, divorce yeah, papers no, don't, just yet. Definitely don't. Don't ask him to leave because you need him. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to need him. But uh, like initially... Uh, and you know we touched on this when we spoke a little bit yeah. before like your brain changes so much yeah. uh, to accommodate you caring for a baby that there's actually no room for anybody else in your life you okay. fall it's like falling in love with a new person that you just met so you forget all about your husband okay. you're just like but I'm already in love with this child and you're being a man child and I can't take care of both of you. So, (laughs) you know, stop asking me questions and get on with your own life. I'm caring for this baby. And would you have had kind of, before, okay, before you got pregnant, because obviously your husband was your carer in a way when you were pregnant. (laughs) But before you got pregnant, would you have had that kind of, you know the way, because, you know, there's a lot of relationships where the, the one of the partners slightly mothers the other mm. whether that's the man or the woman yeah. there's one partner who's kind of the more nurturing partner yeah. um, typically the woman I think typically the woman yeah. but like I mean in same sex couples yeah. it's one or the other you know what I mean yeah. it's, it can be one or the other so it, it takes all forms but did you have that kind of relationship with your husband? yeah Definitely. Yeah, okay. I mean, so that then would when be it, when you got from my nursing like, background, like yeah, I'm yeah, you have that highly in, in empathetic, you. and yeah. so I would have the sort of personality that I would uh, like horizon scan and try to see other people's perspective all the time and try to accommodate their feelings, even you know to my detriment. Mm. And so it's something that I've learned, like a huge sort of uh, learning curve, getting pregnant, having a baby, is that actually you need to turn that on its head okay. because the time that you get to yourself when you actually have a baby is so little that if you don't prioritize it, you're going to go totally bonkers. Okay. And like your relationship will definitely suffer. Okay. So I think like that was one of the biggest things that has come out of it for us. Yeah. Definitely yeah. is the, the me time. Yeah. 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 And can I ask as well, when you got pregnant, a, a friend of mine, again, because I don't have, I don't have a baby. I've never been pregnant. So all of my references are friends of mine. Yeah. A friend of mine has said to me recently that when, when she got pregnant, the, when she found out she was pregnant, she wasn't, overjoyed she wasn't sad she just instantly started worrying yeah did you did you feel that absolutely okay I mean the anxiety and I've gone through this again since with my best friend who got pregnant last year okay and the questions were exactly the same questions that I had when I was pregnant you know am I cut out for this how will I cope with no sleep yeah like what actually happens when you you know I remember after having the baby as clear as day being lying in the hospital bed and thinking to myself I cannot, I'm not going to be able to do this. Like turning, looking at her in the cot beside me and thinking, they cannot discharge me from this hospital because <laughs> I am not going to be able to mind that baby. I need a month to recover from what I've just been through. Yeah. And who's going to take care of me? I have yeah. to take care of her. Yeah. And I was like totally distraught at the idea of going home from the hospital with the baby. Yeah. And all through the pregnancy, that was my fear. And then okay. it was being realized. Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it only because lasted. Because one way or the other, that yeah. baby has to come out. I always yeah. think that when, <laughs> like, yeah. when people get pregnant and I'm like, don't worry, it'll be fine. And I'm like, no, no they, that has to come out. It has like, to. Yeah. Once it's in there, it will it's, it will come yeah. out of you. And you do, point. you have so many anxieties. I mean, mm. mostly mine were about motherhood, not about labour. Okay, I mean, yeah. I did have anxieties about labour, but I mm. sort of pushed them to the back of my mind mm. and like tried to just see it as that, okay, I have nine months to prepare for this. It's only going to last worst case scenario, like a couple of days. Yeah. Which it did for me, unfortunately. And oh then it's going to be didn't finished. Get any, you no. didn't get any of the, like, okay. I, I was hoping, okay, you were really, really sick. But no. then she slid out in 15 minutes. Oh my gosh, <laughs> no. Three, so I went into labor. I didn't go into labor, actually. I went in bleeding. Okay. Uh, and I was uh, 40 weeks and four days. So I was four days overdue. overdue. Went in on a Sunday bleeding and, and had her by emergency C-section on Tuesday at midnight. Christ. So I went into labor naturally. On the, so I went in on the Sunday night at eight o'clock. My waters broke during uh, when I was kissing my husband by, goodbye at the front door. He was going home to mind oh the my dogs. God. And I was like, I think my waters broke. Went back upstairs and the nurse said to me, oh, are you sure it was your waters? Maybe you just peed yourself. I said, no, definitely wasn't pee. And she said, well, did you catch it? <laughs> I was like, no, I didn't. No. <laughs> Is that a thing? And uh, then, yeah, so I was in labor then for three days. And, you know, that was what Good it is gosh. but like you get through it it's yeah. weird because you do think I'm never going to be able for that and then you're in the moment and it's happening and yes it's awful like it's painful but your contractions only last for one one minute maximum and then you might get 
10 minutes in between and then as they get closer together yeah. but all you have to keep saying to yourself is like this is only going to last for one minute I can do this for one minute yeah, 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 now yeah, you yeah. do get to the point where you're like I'm going to jump out the window if <laughs> I get one more of these contractions <laughs> but you know there's drugs there's, and yeah, I took yeah. everything I was okay. like give me it all yeah, like okay. you know I'm yeah. no martyr I don't want a medal yeah, I want yeah. all of the medication yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, but yeah so after that then I mean they ended up saying look uh, like she's losing oxygen we need to get her out yeah, and so I was fully contracted, ready to push when okay. they when they took her out. Yeah. And, uh, and so, so yeah. medically speaking, h- how long is it after a cesarean section mm-hmm. that you're able to have sex? Is it well, medically speaking, yeah. it's six weeks. Right. Yeah. That's but, not. But happening. not practically speaking. Okay. <laughs> well, I have actually. And is it six weeks after a natural birth as well? I don't or, know. Or no? I don't I'm know. Not sure. No. Anyway. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Maybe put that out there. I'm not sure what it is what after is a after natural, natural birth. birth. But six weeks it is after a thing. I mean, yeah. yeah, I haven't met any. No, I have. I've met one person who got pregnant within six weeks of having a baby. Oh, my goodness. I know. Yeah. But like amazing. Well done to that person. Yeah. Like I just, I, I mean, how do you? Obviously, they were just so I, I, delighted to be not pregnant again. And some people bounce back really quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's yeah. so different for everybody. Yeah. I did not bounce back. I, do, I don't, I <laughs> don't, I have to say, I don't envisage myself being a bouncer back quick. Nope. I really don't. I feel like I am going to take to the bed yeah. and no one will be taking to the bed with me yeah. for a long yeah. time. <laughs> I mean, I banned visitors, you know. Yeah. Like it was, it's 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 a recovery and yeah. a half. Yeah. And a C-section is, it's not nice, you and know. And like physically, as in like that, your vagina like your oh, yeah. that has been essentially and operated on in, even in with our, a even C-section, with a cesarean section you because still so like your baby is down and engaged for like ready to go yeah, so yeah. like actually during my labor uh, they had to take some blood from our baby and like so they took it from her head via my vagina so like you could see her head and like because yeah. I remember my husband yeah. going down they asked him to hold my leg like so undignified <laughs> because I had had an epidural I couldn't feel my legs yeah, yeah. they were like can you go down and hold your leg I was like no you're supposed to be staying at my head and did but, you want that yes I didn't want him down, down like, there yeah. no I just wanted to maintain sort of my own like I, did, I don't know it was just yeah. in my head I was like no just stay up here I'll be fine I don't yeah. need you down there looking at that I have to that. say that would be my inclination as well yeah. and I don't know if it's I mean it sounds it sounds a bit I don't know I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, or something. But I, like, I'm not prudish, but I feel as though... Now, this will probably change if I ever get pregnant, but, yeah. like, I feel as though for for myself and for maintaining an air of mystery between myself and my husband. Like as in, yeah. my husband won't even use the bathroom on the same floor of our house as I'm on. <laughs> okay, no worries. So if I'm, if I'm upstairs, <laughs> he is going to the toilet downstairs. Okay. And vice, and like, I he, would we, love to have that. My husband comes just, into the bathroom when I'm on the loo. I'm like, please leave but me I alone. Th- but this is the thing. Like I think like, there are, well, for me anyway, in my experience and from past relationships, I like that boundary. I yeah. like that kind of, you know. Trying to maintain Trying that, to maintain yeah. the air of mystery as in like, you know, if I'm walking around the house naked, like as in, there's times where you, you, we've all been there where you've got like veet all the way up to like your yeah. mid thigh. Yeah. You're like bleaching <laughs> the hair on your upper lip yeah. and you've got eyebrow tint in and you've got your hair in a towel. Like if yeah. I'm doing that, I'm not wandering around in front of my husband. And it's not because he, yeah. like he'd, he'd see me and go, oh, there she is now. But I kind of want him to still see me. Yeah. After all that's been As done. As a sexual being. No, it doesn't go yeah. to the, Yeah, totally. And it doesn't go to the extent where I hop up out of bed and put a full face of makeup on. No. And then get, no, it's not like that. I mean, he's he's seen me when I've been ill. He's, you know, all that kind of stuff. But there is a there is a line for me. And I feel like that... And that's okay. During I mean, giving birth, that would be... Uh, I would like him to stay up towards my yeah, head. Yeah, like I had yeah, a lot of friends practical. who I had this conversation with during, yeah. again, during pregnancy. And yeah. they were like, Niamh, like... Where is your feminist side? Like that's yeah, a joke, and I, I was like, no, yeah, it's not. That, like that, that this is my well. personal choice. Like yeah. I, you know, I like I'm wholeheartedly open about my body, mm. and but like, it's, it's for me. I know that if I had sort of been in a situation where I was actually pushing out a child, yeah. you know, like there's there's other things that happen during pregnant or during, you know, birth that yeah. you mightn't want your husband witnessing. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of gore. Like when you shit yourself. <laughs> That's what Neve is alluding to and she just <laughs> doesn't want to say Asterix. it. <laughs> like, yeah. It's in there in my head. I could see it. I could see it too. And I'm just like, I'm just going to say it. And you words. know, that happens. Yeah. So, happens you know, I lot. just sort of thought, I don't want him experiencing that. And, I don't know. Maybe it was because it's like it was our first and everything. And like, no, I just I wanted to maintain my own dignity. The less people down there looking at that, the better is in my opinion at the time. I don't know if I'd feel like that the second time round because now 
like yeah. all my dignity is gone okay but you know <laughs> yeah. at that time definitely and okay so yeah you're you know all like even though I didn't push a baby out mm-hmm. I was definitely affected yeah. I mean you like afterwards you still have because of all the pressure you still have a lot of changes yeah like that even if you haven't pushed the baby out now I can't speak from my friends who have yeah. and you know they have gone down the road of having to have like procedures and everything afterwards yeah. but like that's not the norm most people yeah. do recover pretty fast yeah and like most of my friends who've had babies like probably only I can speak to one or two who've had issues afterwards that yes. have gone on long term okay but most of them like your vagina is made to bounce back totally yeah yeah, yeah. you know it's, it's it a muscle in a lot of cases and yeah, like yeah. if you do all your exercises and that's don't another you hear, big thing you hear about like you always hear about the worst cases don't you yeah like that the the thing that you hear about is always well this happened to my friend and yeah it was this, this, this. nobody ever goes yeah she was fine no her yeah, vagina bounced back it's, it was it totally fantastic. does and it it's tighter than ever it's meant to it's meant to <laughs> yeah. you know it's like that's that's like i hate saying you know that that's what, like a woman, but you're biologically programmed to have multiple children. Yes. So, yeah. you know, um, people have been doing it forever. Yeah. And like you can, I know there there is issues afterwards. Obviously yeah. there yeah. is. But like the co- recovery time is like small. Yeah. yeah. You know, you're looking at a couple of months yeah. max. And so just like to go back to like the pregnancy sex thing. Did, yeah. did you actually have sex at all through your pregnancy? I did. Like okay. I would say probably a handful of times. Okay. So a big change from like pre-pregnancy Pre- yeah, when okay. we would like me and my partner both have like high libidos yeah. and like very good sexual energy. And so I think. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Like, that was a difficult thing, but yeah. m- not because I didn't feel like it. So it wasn't that difficult for me, but I felt really sorry for him. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, know? Yeah. So, I mean, like... A lot of hand And it shandies. wasn't... <laughs> <laughs> like, well, Evan, you wouldn't even feel like that, though. Yeah. Because yeah. you're just so miserable. Yeah. Like, I mean, if I had just been having, like, an off day where I just didn't feel like it, yeah. you know, then there's loads of other stuff you can do. Totally, But. Yeah. Like, I didn't feel like doing anything. anything. I was yeah. just like, get away from me. And so the times that you did, yeah, was it, was it physically, like, how did that, you know, was it like, did the bump get in the way? No. You know, logistically speaking, how no, did that No, I mean, go? you just changed it up, you okay. know, so there's like, whatever different positions yeah. and like, the bump never got in the way. Like, and I did, found did it really the comfortable to that be on the, my side, like, to okay. lie on my side, like, like spooning, spoon. yeah, okay. you know, like, that was really or comfortable for me. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So it just depends. Like and did, it's the same. Did, did the did the knowledge or the awareness of a baby being in close proximity freak you out at all? And I okay, this again, this yeah. is from someone who's <laughs> never been pregnant. But it, I feel like in my head, if I like, I can't even have sex if the dog is near. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be able. to. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if you think, okay, there's a baby in there, and yet we're doing this. <laughs> does it? No, are we? No, because you don't feel. I didn't feel like a like a mother while I was pregnant. So okay. I think. I think like I hadn't, my brain hadn't clicked into that. Okay. Um, you know, I certainly wouldn't have been able to have sex with the baby in the room after. No, you, you no, know, God, I'd no, be like, put her outside yeah. to the bouncer or something. Or get a babysitter <laughs> and go down to a different <laughs> yeah. county. Yeah, well, you would. You'd be pre, you pre plan it, and that's a big thing yeah, that you yeah, need yeah. to do afterwards. Yeah. But no, I mean, there wasn't. A, you know, there. I suppose it might have come briefly into your head, but by the time if I was in the mood for it, you know, and because we weren't having a lot of sex during pregnancy, yes. then I would have been like really enjoying it. Okay, during. because yes. that was so, yeah, because that was like your okay, focus if this then. is currently happening and it hasn't happened in a while, I'm just going to be into this. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Okay, and so was it ever 
like painful or just the very last time so okay. I had um, like again trying the hot curries the bumpy car rides yeah, and yeah, yeah. you know and then the actual bumpy one <laughs> the bumpy ride like yeah, somebody yeah, yeah. said to me I mean it's it's common knowledge isn't yeah. it that like it can help to get things going I think it's actually the orgasm though yes that helps to I've get heard. things yeah, going it's yeah, not yeah. just it's not the putting physical. the no no <laughs> so you, you I think it's like it's the contraction the oxytocin yeah that is released, the oxytocin yeah. and yeah. then that your uterus contracts Yes. Or your vagina contracts, you know, and so yes. it sort of gets things moving. So it has to so, be successful. Yeah, it's not sex. that it can just be, you know, you can't bake it yeah, yeah, <laughs> and yeah, sort of yeah. hope for the best. Yeah. But um, so I think, and I don't think a lot of women know that. Like I yeah. know it because I think I did a f- an article on it at some point. Okay. Um, which is the reason I know many of the weird things I know. Yeah. But like, yeah, it's about the it's about the hormone being released. Yeah, and that, it's about the oxytocin. The, yeah, yeah, rather than the yeah. actual physical act yeah and you can see this but I'm punching my <laughs> fist into my hand and, and they actually say the noise. <laughs> it's the same during um labor it's actually okay. really good to get oxytocin going during labor okay so a lot of um now I don't know anyone who's ever done this but I have read in books and like listened to podcasts where they would encourage sort of nipple stimulation during labor right, okay. and um well direct eye contact telling your getting your partner to tell tell you how sexy you are how much they find you attractive how beautiful okay. you are like creating a rise in oxytocin during labor eases I the pain just, I would just be looking at him going you're a yeah. fucking liar why are you I lying mean, to me I remember <laughs> remember my husband saying to me the nurse said you need to keep your legs apart during labor when I was standing I was standing trying to get through this pain yeah. and he said like do you remember the nurse and I shot him a look of yeah. death I said I looked at him and I said just be quiet like <laughs> And that, like, I don't think I said it that nicely, you know, but like there was one point when a nurse came to, a midwife, I should say, came to me during labor and said something. And I said, what would you know? You haven't had a baby. I was so so mean. Like, because I was in so much pain, you know. I apologize to all these people afterwards, of course. Sorry to everybody. Yeah, sorry to everyone. But yeah, so. Yeah, I mean, it's gas. And did you ever think when you were out, this is this is such a non-mother, non-pregnant person question to ask. Did you ever feel like sex would hurt the baby? No, I didn't. Okay. Um, like at like, the very last, far long I think enough that you were like, oh, the baby's right there. And at the very, so is the very last one, I thought he's going to poke her in the head. Like <laughs> <laughs> The very last time. But that fleeting thought came into my yeah. mind. And then I just thought, okay, no, just that's, sh- it's get over it. Fine. You know, yeah. just push it to the back of your yeah. mind and say, yeah. no, oh, yeah. stop. But look, like that is so hilarious because yeah. I'm sure 99% of women who end up having sex at late stage pregnancy yeah. will say that. Yeah. So yeah. I'm not, it's not, it's not yeah. an anomaly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and so you were talking about as well, um, earlier on we were, we were chatting and you mentioned a book or a, a report by what's yeah. the one's name? And jo- it, Jody, Jody Paluski. Jody Paluski. Yeah. Any pregnant people can look this up. Um, it's basically or or anyone who's had a child actually because it's not just for pregnant people. Yeah. Um, it's the essentially what it's about is the the neuroplasticity, so the yes. the changes in yeah. your brain when you're pregnant slash when you've had a baby. Yeah. So it happens when you're pregnant, but it it escalates after delivery. So okay. it doesn't matter if you've had a C-section or a natural delivery, the biological changes that occur when you have a baby in your body that is now outside of your body causes the, your brain to actually change in composition. So parts of your brain grow and parts of your brain shrink. And the parts that grow are the parts that you need in order to be programmed to nurture and care for a baby like with tunneled vision okay. so that everything else sort of falls by the wayside according to your brain and doesn't matter. Okay. So, so your brain literally changes yeah. to focus on caring for your baby. Yeah. Okay. So they don't know how long it lasts. Like they've done a lot of studies into looking through MRI how long it actually, before it goes back to normal. But within the first year, it returns to normal again. But it's, it's. I suppose it's like one of those things that nature, you know, intended yeah. so that this baby gets to thrive and live, you know, according to what nature intended it to be like. But the offshoot is that actually you end up totally hating anybody else well in my in my uh, experience like nobody else could do anything right and like the baby was a hundred percent my responsibility and I didn't even want people touching her and okay. like I remember having like hand gel at the front door you know and like really like anybody who would come into the house would be like sorry can you just use the hand gel 
and uh, like don't come in here if you have children like really like so and that is not like, in my nature to so be you, like that yeah no I was just thinking that I, no, it doesn't no, seem at like all. you at all like no and so like, your brain literally just went no no I have to protect this thing yeah. and and so did, when you say you hate everybody did that include your husband but it's like, so difficult for me to keep saying your husband and I know, not his name not, <laughs> I know I think I said his name but anyway he'll yeah, be fine yeah. I think what happened like hate is a very strong word but I didn't I hate him mean, because I appreciated the help I was getting from him yeah. but I didn't want I felt like most of the things he did weren't the way I would have done it and yeah. you know why are you sort of meddling and interfering and then like like it would be one of my biggest pieces of advice to new mums to expect that, but right. also to get yourself ready to be able to hand your baby over because you need to do it for your own mental health because okay. you can't do it all on your own. Yeah. And, you know, like I look back now and I think those first couple of weeks in that cocoon of sort of me and her and like we we moved into the spare room. I slept in a different bed than my husband. I think that's quite normal because I was breastfeeding. But like literally nobody could come near me. I was like, go away. What are you doing? This yeah. is my baby. Like, yeah. this is me and her. Yeah. You know, now that, that dissipated. Okay. Within the first 12 weeks. Yeah, because I heard recently that, like, the feeling of, you know, you have, as, as a biological mother, you have that feeling of, it's me and you against the world, baby. Yeah. You know that thing, like, as in, it's Absolutely. me and you and everyone else is secondary. And, like, <laughs> I, someone, a friend of mine was saying that she would literally step over her partner <laughs> for her baby. Like, <laughs> it's, it's a case of... They used to be each other's number one. And to be fair, like yeah. sometimes I even feel that about my dog. <laughs> the dog. Like in a way, like, and I know that that, that completely trivializes no, it. it but we had but two dogs I know, and I feel the same. I know what you mean. Like yeah. I, I could, I was kind of like, well, I understand that because in a way, like, you know, when I think as women, um, I don't have, I mean, I'm sure there are studies, <clears throat> excuse me, to back this up. But like, I think as women, we're, there's something in us that's biologically programmed, like that brain change. Yeah. To We're, nurture. To nurture mm. and to, to love something more than we love ourselves. Oh, I know. And men biologically don't have that because, no. you know, they can love, they can love a lot and they can love their children and obviously love their partners and, mm. and whatever. But I think as women, we actually biologically have it have it in us um, to care for something and love something more than we love ourselves. And whether that's your dog or whatever, you know, whether it's your partner, whether mm. it's your baby, whatever it is, men don't have that biological function mm. do you find that when you were pregnant and then immediately postpartum did you just was it very much like it's me Told and my baby me and the baby and my husband is great but yeah. like it's me and the baby yeah okay I just thought wow like he's being a great dad and everything but I didn't see him as the way I I didn't see him as like a sexual being or like anybody that I wanted to be physical with it was just like I was totally touched out yeah so like physically you know I was breastfeeding this baby who was attached to me like physically attached to me sucking from my body yeah I was keeping her 100% alive sleeping next to her like smelling her touching her all day long and the thought of touching anybody else was repulsive to me okay. and that was only it only lasted for like I I'd like to say probably about two to three months okay. of the initial postpartum thing and like you need so much support in that time because your, your your hormones do drop off so as well as you going through all these changes you know you do need to be constantly reassured by your partner and told how gorgeous you are. And it's, so it's like this weird paradox because yeah. you don't want them anywhere near you, but you want them to tell you how wonderful you are and how gorgeous you are and how much you haven't changed and how much, yeah. you know, you yeah, know yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because you feel like a totally different person. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but like I have to say as well, like to anybody out there who is pregnant, like don't be scared because that again, comes full circle. And yeah. I had said to my best friend, you know, please expect to divorce your husband a hundred times in the first three months and then fall madly in love with him again. Okay. So, yeah. you know, it, it, and it has happened with a lot of my friends. I don't know if it, I haven't spoke to enough people to see it. it's normal sort of running on. Yeah. But with, with me and my husband, definitely like, I was like, get away from me, you know? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, okay, I'm here, I'm ready. I'm ready. And yeah, especially yeah, yeah. when I stopped breastfeeding because, okay whatever physical changes that I was going through during breastfeeding, when that stopped and my body was mine again and I was able to start sort of, you know, taking care of myself, having more free time, handing the baby over, then I became back into sort of the wife mode where I had just been in sort of mother mode. Mother mode. Okay, yeah. And it's really hard yeah. to change from mother mode to, to wife mode, to become mother all day and then like 
a sexy like person in stockings in the evening it just doesn't yeah, happen yeah yeah and I mean obviously that's kind of like the two extremes as in yeah. you're just a mother and then you're like in stockings but yeah. like there's there is like I can imagine that it must be difficult to even to like from your perspective yeah. like you mustn't you like did you feel attractive no yourself not at all like I said this to you earlier when yeah. I was breastfeeding I just felt like a milk truck like it was yeah. just I was just like I feel like a cow mm. like it's horrible now again that's not a nice thing to say about breastfeeding because it should be like normalized and I'm all for that I mean I breastfed in public I was very confident about breastfeeding but I mean sexually speaking yes that it took away from me like it, there was nothing sexy about it in my eyes and so I felt like desexualized by that experience and I wouldn't like I pumped a lot as well. So that's another thing. It's like this mechanical thing attached to you. And so it was like because I was constantly being attached to something, yeah. I had no time to be attached to my husband yeah. until that sort of finished, that process finished. And I remember turning to him like really like one day particularly and being like, I think I'm back. Okay. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, we'd gone away, I think, for a night away right. and like totally reconnected as a couple. And then I was like, okay we need to start doing date nights like yeah, once at least this. once a month yeah like where we have it in the diary you know that we're away for a night away from the yeah, baby yeah and now we would always make sure that when she napped that that was going to be our time to hop in the sack or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah. like that was like protected time for us and we we're like yeah. okay it's Saturday nothing's getting Nothing, in the way of no us we can't go play yeah, golf yeah, yeah. then I can't go yeah. doing running then we yeah. can't you know yeah. that's bedtime for, yeah. for all for three us. of us yeah yeah, you yeah, know? yeah yeah she goes to bed <laughs> yeah and then we, we go, go to, bed. to bed yeah that's yeah. it because um, I mean like at the best of times I was just thinking like about you know feeling attractive and, and wanting to like you know have sex after um either during pregnancy or or immediately after like at the best of times I, I don't feel you know what I mean like mm. I, there's there's days where I'm like the last thing I want to do is feel sexy about my like yeah. there's days where you're so massively self-critical yeah that you don't you know you don't feel sexy you don't feel feminine you don't feel whatever the the, the mm. thing is that you sometimes feel like there's days where I'm I stand in front of the mirror and I'm like what like what is this I know this body and then there's <laughs> days I stand in front of the mirror and I'm like look at this Whoa, body yeah look how sexy I look and it, <laughs> it can almost take you by surprise I know. but I can imagine that like pregnancy and and just right after having a baby that would like like massively accelerate that feeling like yeah. of, I don't feel sexy right yeah. now it definitely does immediately after having the baby but then you know what happens like your body changes so drastically so like well did for me I don't know for everybody but like the weight loss so I lost a lot of weight really quickly after having the baby and I like a lot of people say oh you burn so much calories in your breastfeeding yeah. whatever I mean I was eating donuts like three donuts a day yeah. at every breastfeed I was yeah. like give me another okay donut. so you weren't attempting to no, lose I wasn't. anyway you were just but I lost it. a lot okay. of weight and like by sort of say I had her in April by Christmas I was like back down to like size 12 and I'd probably been probably 16 like mm. giving birth yeah um and then and then I put back on all the weight again okay after the Christmas so it was awful but like I remember that initial period looking at myself and being like oh my god what is this and then whose body is this yeah and yeah. then by Christmas I remember thinking again I stopped breastfeeding I think I got my mojo back and started going to the gym again and then I was like okay and then there was like some other big sleep deprivation happened around Christmas and I was back to square one okay and I think you know it is going to peak and trough but yeah. definitely that like initial weight loss mm. helped with the body image yeah. in my mind because yeah. it is it's really hard to get yourself into the like you know the sexy I mean, mindset yeah. Like, yeah and like one thing that somebody said to me sort of after having her was you know try to get back into doing things that you did prior like prior to having her yeah, yeah so yeah. like anything that it is you know don't like live in leggings like try to like yeah, put yeah, on yeah. your clothes yeah, yeah. and you know or even if they don't fit you buy like Just other whatever clothes feels normal like don't to you. Yeah. stay in the house living in yeah. leggings with your hair in a bun covered in like breast milk yeah you know. I mean bar the breast milk that's yeah. how I exist right now so I don't think after the baby it's going to be much different yeah covered in dog spit <laughs> yeah essentially I'm like you're saying don't live in leggings I'm like oh, okay I already live in leggings I have never had a baby so this is no you look totally one. glamorous all the time anytime I see you look fab but if you only so. see me out in the world so you don't but you're see... out in the world a lot well you see, know. if you have a baby you're confined to the house a yeah, lot yeah fair yeah 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 fair so you yeah. are and that's another thing somebody said to me was um a good friend of mine said get out of the house every single day okay. if you can okay especially on the bad days because it's on the bad days you, you need, need to meet to be people out. okay and I'd like if that's just meeting a, 
a, like a person, a random stranger in the park that you walk past, just or another, another mom. human. Yeah, yeah, like yeah I remember yeah. running, running up the road with my baby in a buggy, chasing another woman who had a buggy, <laughs> <laughs> catching oh up with her. Gosh. Did you have a baby recently? Because can was, we talk? The bu- buggy was in the lie down position, which is okay. made for newborns. Right. So I was like, "It's a newborn, go!" <laughs> <laughs> and you didn't know this person. No. Oh my god, hilarious! And <laughs> yeah. just ran after. Yeah, was ran she after. Scared? No, she was lovely. Oh, brilliant! <laughs> I was like, "I'm just out of the house. There's been a snow in for the last." 10 days can I talk to you she's like yeah of course (laughs) I'd say but like I mean I'd say all new mams probably feel that way yeah and do you feel like with with your husband do you feel like when he comes home or I don't know you know if he was at work and comes home Mm -hmm. like do you feel like he understands what you're going through as a mother no yeah okay no maybe now now that we're 20 months in yeah yeah and because I've been I've like spelled it out for him okay you know yeah, you've told but him yeah you have to though because <laughs> yeah. they don't how how I mean how would anybody understand unless yeah. they were there yeah and so like your initial instinct is that when they come in the door you want to hand the baby to them mm-hmm. and run out the door and knock them home until it's time to look after the baby the next morning okay like that is what your instinct is because okay. you're just so in need of time for yourself and so you know you're fighting the urge when they walk in you don't even want to ask them how their day is you're just like here's the baby bye yeah bye i'm going to the shower and then i go to bed yeah Yeah. but it is so important i mean because you are like before the baby arrived it's you know it's you and your husband as a team and actually somebody actually a therapist so i went to therapy as well after having the baby because uh, there was i just like i didn't want to offload everything onto my friends and my husband and i felt like you know, okay, I'm going to talk to this girl. Yeah. Actually, she's amazing. Fundamentals. I think she's Fundamentals 1 on Instagram. And she also has had a baby. She goes okay. through all of this stuff. Yeah. But so I went to speak to her and she said to me, um, the hierarchy of needs after you have a baby is actually you on the top, your husband next, and then your baby. That's the way it's supposed to be. Okay. It's not meant to be the other way the around. Other way around. Yeah. Okay. Like, obviously, the first couple of weeks is all totally different. But once you settle into it, you're supposed to prioritize yourself so that you have the time and energy then to give to your relationship, which is going to be long there after your kids go off to college. Yes. You know, yeah, like, yeah. and then your kids, because okay. they are resilient. They're grand. They get yeah, on with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you, sp- if you like fill their every need and yeah. don't, and totally neglect your, your relationship, your husband's, yeah, or your you know, you're ne- yeah. like, it's going to be very hard to get back on track. Yeah. So I suppose carving out that space for you and your husband, particularly yourself, I would say at yeah. the beginning. Yeah. And then for you guys, like, you know, making sure you have your, your intimate time, like injecting fun into your relationship because it ends up being an exchange of sort of like, they come in the door and you're like, okay, so she she was constipated, then she did three poos, <laughs> then she got sick on me twice, then I tried to feed her broccoli, then she... So it's all like logistics and totally, baby information absolutely. and facts and, and, then, and And now I'm knackered, but I'm going to try and go to the gym because I need to get back into my pants by Christmas. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. see you later. Yeah. When actually you'd be much better off like, you know, just relaxing, taking a breath, letting the house also like go upside down. Don't worry about the house. Let that fall upside down. And then just say, this is a space where let's all three of us put her in the buggy. Let's go to the playground. She can play. We'll sit down, hold hands, talk, kiss in her presence where we don't have to mind her or give her to somebody else and go out for for dinner. Because that's more important. You know that that kind of general affection thing with your your husband? Like at the moment, I mean... You know, me and my husband are only married two years. Mm. We kiss all the time. Yeah. We were always quite touchy feely. Like, I'll, I'll hold his hand. He'll, like, if we pass each other in the house, we'll, like, you know, interact Embrace, physically yeah. some way. Like, we might not necessarily be hugging the whole time, but there's always little physical uh, indications that we're, that we're there. When we're watching a film, we hold hands. I sometimes, will lo- like, I fall asleep often with my arm wrapped around his neck I don't yeah. know what that says about me <laughs> but like you know, he's yours lo- that's what it says yeah do you know and there's there's a lot of like we, we're quite physical with each yeah. other like do you do you maintain that do you feel like you want to maintain that when you've just had a baby or like you said are you all touched out you're totally all touched out and it gets to the point where you need to recognize it and I yeah. think you can let it go on for too long if you don't and for me it, it coincided with stopping breastfeeding so I needed to go back to work at six months stopped breastfeeding at five months and within two weeks I was like somebody take this baby and let me and my husband get back to business yeah like yeah, yeah. because I really missed that affection and yeah. but I didn't notice when I was all touched out yes from her and yeah. from the needs like I mean you're getting your physical needs from the baby yeah you know yeah. so being able to switch back into actually partner mode 
but I think it's it's like building habits and doing that sort of going forward because it sort of presses the reset button on your relationship when you have a baby. I have mm-hmm. found that like you need to say, okay, like we need to actually now look at our relationship as a new being, mm-hmm. as a new entity. We've lost what we had before in a way because your life is, I it's mean, your totally social different. outlet, yeah. everything. It is kind of the three of ye yeah. for like, you do have a lot of friends, all that, but things change so much. Yeah. So it's sort of like, embracing that and saying okay going forward we want our relationship to be like joyous jovial we want to be intimate we want all that like touching like that you said it's not an exchange of a few pecks here and there that you still want to have your long kisses that you still want to have your embracing moments you know it's it's putting that intimacy into the relationship that even if you don't get to actually do the deed and have sex like three times a week which is unrealistic probably I would think yeah there's still intimacy the intimacy levels are high and that you're still happy and connected as a couple because it's the connection that's more important than the sex I have found the sex comes and you enjoy it like yeah it comes (laughs) pardon the pun pun. yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah. but you know what I mean it (laughs) happens all over the the sex is gonna happen (laughs) yeah but actually to get yourself into that space it's more important to be to like ramp up the intimacy Mm -hmm. between you okay Yeah. yeah okay so um that was so much information to take I in. I, I like should I've be taking notes. <laughs> no, that's what we want. Um, so we're going to um, we're going to wrap up for now, and then so I did ask on Instagram um, at Private Education Podcast if you're looking for it um, for questions. So uh, we're going to have Neve back again for another episode, and we're going to answer all the questions that you guys um, or as many as we can that you guys sent in. There was so many, um, and we're going to talk further about the development of the relationship like kind of further into your child's life as in you know when sleep deprivation gets in the way so not just you know immediately after um pregnancy and and when you're breastfeeding but kind of further on down the line so that's going to be coming up in the next episode so thanks so much for listening uh thanks so much Neve, for your time thanks so much cassie and scout over there in bed scout has a new bed just (laughs) to keep everyone up to date um and so thanks so much we'll uh talk to you next week until then stay safe have fun goodbye Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.